Ah, the cheerleaders have made their game day sign. The band's played. The crowd is ready and on their feet. And all we need to do is get this thing kicked off. And that's what we're doing right now. It is the Y'all Kickoff Show for Week 6 of College Football. I am John Rawl, and this is the Y'all Show, where our end-of-the-week edition morphs in to the two-hour show called Y'all Kickoff, where we walk you through all of the big games here this football Saturday. Coming up on this Y'all Kickoff Show, we'll walk you through the top 25 action. We'll focus on the Atlantic. Coast Conference. We have a very special guest coming up in just a few minutes. Zach Lentz is with Sports Illustrated's Clemson site, Clemson Maven, and he's going to tell us about that number two Clemson football team. Oh yeah, they dropped down in the poll this week after a very, very too close for comfort win against North Carolina in week five. And we'll get Zach's take on Dabo Sweeney's ball club, but we'll also get his take on the week six action of the Atlantic Coast Conference. So that's coming up in the next segment. And before we get out of here in the first hour of the Y'all Kickoff Show, our old buddy General Gridiron is ready to file a report from the field. The field marshal of football foretelling will put his unique and humorous spin on the weekend's big games. All that coming up with the general later this hour in the second hour of today's y'all kickoff show we'll get it started with a look at the southeastern conference and we got a very special guest to come on and let us know what's going on in week six of the sec ryan fowler of tide 100.9 fm he's also host of the syndicated radio program alabama tradition And Ryan is in Tuscaloosa and has a great report coming your way about Alabama football. But we'll also get him, since Alabama is enjoying a little off week here this weekend, we'll get Ryan's take on the rest of the SEC action going on this weekend. That in our SEC spotlight. And then we'll go to our barrister fella. Matt Hermans is going to come on and talk about the Big 12. We'll also get him to come on and talk about what we have. What we have here is a failure to tell you that it's October, and it's the first football Saturday of October, which means it's Oktoberfest. And, we, hey, speaking of Oktoberfest for our German listeners out there, Matt Hermans is going to tell you how you can get the bratwurst on the grill and enjoy a great weekend of football and brats or brats or however you want to pronounce it y'all or or whatever the german word is and i should know since i speak a the language guten tag y'all and so we'll have them come on and talk a little bratwurst and big 12 football and then we wrap it up today with a look at the group of five and the fcs games going on this weekend and we have to tell you we've got some audio coming from a guy who's done miracles in dallas texas sonny dykes is the coach of the nationally ranked smu mustangs for the first time since 1984 the ponies found themselves ranked in the ap top 25 this week and we'll hear sonny dykes talk about that and now he's getting his team ready for an american conference battle against the tulsa golden hurricane sunny dykes of smu is coming on plus again we'll walk you through all the fcs fun in week six and we'll also have from dixie would love to close things up today so that is one heck of a lineup here 
on today's y'all kickoff show if you want to connect to us here on the y'all show we would welcome that our number is 803-816-1170 our website is y'all.com and you can find the y'all kickoff show and the y'all show on all kinds of apps including the apple podcast app the iHeartRadio app or the TuneIn radio apps all you have to do is search for y'all show and voila we're right there with a free download all you have to do is hit like or subscribe and you'll be set going forward to listen to this all southern show all right let's look at the top 25 action here for week six okay top 25 action of college football as things got started a little early with ucf and cincinnati the friday night lights and here on this football saturday on the sec network i know people in baton rouge are hating hating the sec network because the purple and gold fans are having to wake up at the crack of dawn and go to Tiger Stadium, where Utah State's not going to be complaining. The Aggies come in from all the way out in Logan, Utah, I think is where they're located, in North Utah. And they're coming in for this early game, and they're happy about that. They don't want to play Saturday night in Death Valley, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This game is Saturday morning at 11 Central on the SEC Network. It's LSU, ranked number five, and Utah State. And this one is going to be a weird one. I'll be honest with you. I know LSU's favored, and Joe Burrow is looking like a Heisman contender thus far. But the 4-0 Tigers are going up against a 3-1 Utah State Aggie team that played for their conference championship in 2018. John Hartwell is the athletic director out there for the Mountain West College, and he's done a great job there since coming over from an SEC school as he was the number two guy at the University of Mississippi for a long, long time. And Utah State is a great program. Remember, it was their head coach that got promoted to Texas Tech in the offseason. That's how well Utah State's been doing in football. And because of the weirdness of the start time and how many people will actually show up on time at Tiger Stadium, look for this one to be a little bit of a challenge for LSU against the Utah State Aggies on SECN. All right, another game slated for that early time slot here on this football Saturday. Rock Chalk KU and their old Big 8 foe, the Oklahoma Sooners, have an appointment at Memorial Stadium in Lawrence. This game is going to be televised on ABC starting at 12 noon Eastern, 11 Lawrence time. Oklahoma, the easy favorite, and that one will be fun to see just how well Jalen Hurts does against the Rock Chalk Jayhawkers and Les Miles. Another early game is Wisconsin hosting from the Mac Kent State. This game at Camp Randall set for a 12 noon, 11 central kick on ESPNU. Also in the Big Ten, Penn State and Purdue have the early game from Beaver Stadium. Everybody's going to be wearing white except for the Boilermaker fans. Again, 12 Eastern, 11 Central kick on ESPN between the Boilers and the Nittany Lions. Penn State rides in this one, ranked number 12 in the U.S. of A. Hey, more Big Ten fun. It's a Big Ten kind of day here on this football Saturday. From the Big House in Ann Arbor, the Wolverines, ranked at number 19, have number 14 Iowa flying by. And this top 20 matchup of Big Ten teams should be a lot of fun. It's going to be televised on the Fox Network. And we'll find out just how well Jimmy Harbaugh does with that top 20 team in the big house. I remember not long ago, Michigan 
barely escaped in overtime against the Black Knights of Army. And now the Black Hawkeyes, Black and Gold Hawkeyes, I guess to be specific, fly in from what uh, Des Moines? No, they're not in the Des Moines. Iowa City is where the University of Iowa is. Sorry about that. Drake University Bulldogs confusing you as you're the only college football team of note in Des Moines. Yes, Iowa City, home of the University of Iowa Hawkeyes. It's Iowa and Michigan in Michigan Stadium this weekend. In the Big 12, Oklahoma State rides to Lubbock and at Jones AT&T Stadium, the hoax and the red raiders have an appointment on fox sports one at 12 noon 11 central texas tech two and two they got uh handled last weekend in norman and now that other school from the sooner state the pokes ride in at four one ranked number 21 in the country the biggest game in the sec this weekend is going to be televised on cbs at 3 30 swamp time 2 30 central time between the number 10 florida gators five and oh on the season and also another five and oh team number seven auburn as gus malzahn and bo nix we'll find out just how well they do especially in a place like the swamp they've already survived a test at kyle field here in the early part of the 2019 season and now these two teams which have not met on the gridiron in many many years have this game on cbs again at 3 30 gainesville time auburn and florida easily the best matchup in the southeastern conference here this weekend notre dame hey they've got a game against the bowling green falcons at notre dame stadium notre dame surviving against uva last week a little bit of a breather if notre dame has any breathers on their schedule this might be the biggest one all season as the falcons come in for a game on nbc set for 3 30 eastern 2 30 central another big 12 matchup to let you know about this taking place at milan pusker stadium in morgantown as wvu and the texas longhorns have a matchup set for abc 3 30 morgantown time 2 30 austin time between number 11 the horns and the nears another sec matchup that should be a lot more exciting than it than it really is going to be but number three georgia and jeremy pruitt's one and three tennessee vols from neyland stadium this is your saturday evening spectacular on espn set for seven o'clock eastern six central between the dogs and the embattled vols and georgia should have not too much of an effort to to have to put forward to get the w here in this one back to some big 10 action top 25 matchup between number 25 michigan state and number four ohio state this at the horseshoe in columbus this is going to be kicking off at 7 30 columbus time on abc another matchup to tell you about this weekend going on in college football and we told you we'll have sunny dykes of smu on in the second hour the smu mustangs are ranked 24th in the country the first time they've been ranked since 1984 congratulations smu job well done smu right now is five and zero, and they're one game away from being bowl eligible and here on this football saturday their american conference foe tulsa comes in to gerald j ford stadium in big d for this matchup set for 7 30 eastern 6 30 big d time televised on espnu a pac-12 battle of note the cow bears go up to, to take on the oregon ducks and this game in eugene 
Eugene's Altson Stadium. It's going to be kicking off at 8 Eastern, 7 Central on the Fox Network. Another Pac-12 battle. The Washington Huskies go down to the farm, and they visit the Stanford Cardinal. This game on ESPN from Stanford Stadium. It's going to be kicking off late, 10.30 Eastern, 9.30 Central Time, and that would be 7.30 Farm Time. And your last top 25 matchup is Boise State. Hey, they're kind of silently but surely getting it done here in 2019. The Broncos at 4-0. Remember, they've already defeated Florida State on the road this year. And they'll be in Vegas at Sam Boyd Stadium to take on the UNLV running Rebel but they're not running too many places these days, the football team. They're just the Rebels. They're 1-3 right now, UNLV, and a horrible program. And it's UNLV and Boise State. And this is on the CBS Sports Network starting at 9.30 Central Time. That would be 8.30 Mountain Time from Sam Boyd Stadium. And that's your top 25 lineup here for this week six of college football. And as we roll through today's Y'all Kickoff Show, We'll kind of remind you of some of these games going on if they're from one of our three biggies in the South, the ACC, the Big 12, or the SEC. And we'll also let you know about the group of five top 25 matchups when we get to the end of the second hour in our college football land. Yeah, but it's going to be not the most exciting days. A lot of teams are off here on this football Saturday. Alabama taking a breather. Clemson is off. A lot of SEC teams, and I think I counted up six ACC teams, will not be playing. It's their open weekend here. This is a season, remember, where every level of football has 12 games. The FCS and the FBS all have 12 regular season games on the schedule because of a oddity in the way the schedule is made. So it's going to be a weekend that a lot of these guys say, hey, okay, after four weeks, we'll take our breather now. And that's what's happening. When we come back, we're not taking a breather. We're going to focus on the Atlantic Coast Conference, and we're going to depend on Clemson Mavens Zach Lentz to help us out. That's a Sports Illustrated site that does all things Clemson Orange and Northwestern Purple. And we'll have Zach come on and tell us about the Clemson Tigers, who are enjoying an open weekend, by the way, this weekend. We'll talk about what Clemson's got to do to get back to the national championship. And also we'll get Zach's take on what's going on this weekend in ACC football. That's ahead as the y'all kickoff show continues. I want to keep my heart healthy. So I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. 
Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. That little tune there from the Clemson University marching band, Orange Bowl March. And I'm not sure if Clemson's going to be marching back to the Orange Bowl and marching back to the national championship this year, especially after what happened last weekend at Keenan Stadium in Chapel Hill as Clemson just barely got past North Carolina. This is our ACC spotlight of the Y'all Kickoff Show. This is the show that's all about the South, talk with a Southern accent, but at the end of each week, getting into the weekend mode, we kick into the Y'all Kickoff Show, two hours of college football greatness, and I'm John Rawl, glad to have you back here. Our website, y'all.com, and our Instagram and Twitter feed is at y'all show well as we focus on the acc here in this segment we welcome in a very special guest and we go to south carolina to bring on zach lentz he's with the website clemson maven that is a sports illustrated si now website that covers clemson zach's part of all the press conferences and goes to the game is a big beat writer for cu and the valley fans and he was kind enough to come on and tell us a little bit about what we have with Clemson here in 2019. But also, since Clemson's having a little breather, no game here for the Tigers in Death Valley this weekend, we get Zach's take on week six, the lineup of the ACC action going on here this weekend. And it's going to be some fun games in the ACC. We'll get Zach's take. But right now, as we welcome in Zach, got to ask, is Clemson, the team that's won the national championship, they're defending national champions, are they on the road based on what we saw last week and maybe some other hiccups along the way here in 2019? Are the Tigers going to be right back where we've seen them in recent years playing for a national championship? Well, if you asked me this question you know, last week or the week before last, I would probably say yes. You know, right now, I think I think um, that there are some glaring weaknesses on this team. I mean, and shockingly, it comes on the offensive side of the ball. You know, we were expecting the offense to carry this team this year and the defense to kind of play catch up throughout the year. But that hasn't been the case. I mean, you've seen Trevor Lawrence look, look not just human, but but subhuman at times. I mean, a guy that came out and set the world on fire last season. And I think I think it's the benefit of having a year of film on him. The defense is kind of know how to play him, and he's being confused a little bit more. But you know, to me, to me right now, if you're asking me if if I was going to bet bet against Clemson or the field, right, I'm taking the field. I mean. Because, you know, there are issues on the offensive line that you got to figure out. Travis Etienne, who has been an 
outstanding running back through the first three years. Has had the fumbles this season, putting the ball on the ground in each of the first five games. So there, there are some big issues that this offense has to figure out if they're going to be a national title contender. Now, the good thing is there's still, there's still a lot of football to be played, so there's still a lot of room to improve. In fact, last year's offense didn't even pick up um, their, their record same pace until after week five last year. So maybe it's a good thing that by week comes this week. But if you're asking me right now if I'm picking the Tigers to win national title, even be in the title game right now, I have to say it's a no. Okay. I appreciate your honesty there, Maven. Yeah. Hey, I want to ask you about one player that decided in the offseason to get his degree from Clemson University but take his talent down Interstate 26 to Columbia. Tavion yeah. Feaster is now a Gamecock. Have you noticed any difference, and do you miss him at all in the backfield for Clemson? Well, I'm not sure you necessarily miss him in the backfield because, you know, Lynn J. Dixon and Travis Etienne were going to get the bulk of the carries this season. But what you miss is that leadership. You miss that senior, that senior that's going to rally the guys around him and kind of, you know, you know, get the troops in order and kind of um, be that voice of, of speaking in the locker room and halftime and in the sidelines. I think you're kind of missing that leadership from him. But you know what? Um, you know, he did what was best for him, so you can't fault him for that. But the, the fact that he's no longer on his team, it, it hurt the depth this season because now you're having to rely on true freshman uh, Chez Missoula or Malusi, I'm sorry, and uh, Mikey Dukes um, to carry that third and fourth string load. Because, look, I mean, when you get into college football games, especially later in the season, you're going to rely on those third guys to, to play a role in your your offense. I mean, so now you're relying not on a senior to do that, but you're relying on a true freshman. So that, that could pose some issues, but you know what? It's best for him, so you know you wish him nothing but the best. All right, well that sets the scene with what's going on in Pickens County, South Carolina, with the Clemson and Tigers. Now we get to Week Six of the college football landscape, and the number two ranked Clemson Tigers are going to be off this weekend, and they join six other ACC teams with a little breather here this weekend. Florida State enjoys a breather. NC State, especially after they played last week against the Knowles. They deserve a break, and they're going to get that break here this weekend. Syracuse is off as well as Virginia and the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Anything you want to say about those other teams that are enjoying a little breather here before we get into this week six action, Zach? Yeah, well, I think really, I mean, the Florida State Seminoles, they appear to have found something over the last couple of weeks. You know, I mean, their win against NC State, I mean, kind of set them up good for, for, a potential big matchup you know, in Death Valley here next week. So both those, both Clemson and Florida State having a week off um, is huge for them. Um, but yeah, Florida State appears to find a little bit of magic here in the, in the yeah. recent weeks. With Hornybrook coming in, he's yeah. getting a good chance there to get this team back to some wins at least. And exactly. Then I've been impressed with Wake Forest. They're, they're yeah. certainly a great team. This might give Clemson a little bit of a challenge here later on the season. Exactly. Yeah, that was gonna be my other team I was gonna mention. Yeah, yeah. I mean in fact in fact if you ask me beginning of the season, um, who might be Clemson's only ranked team to face in Death Valley, I would not bet on for on uh, Wake Forest being that team, but you know what, right now they're sitting there pretty in the ACC Atlanta division, right there with Clemson, so you know, ranked. So it could be a big in fact it will be a big matchup come uh, come late late November for that game. 
All right. Well, here in week six, you got an ACC Atlantic matchup going on in Louisville as BC travels to Cardinal Stadium. This is your early game on ACCNX. That's a 12.30 Louisville time, 11.30 Central start between the Eagles and the Cardinals. And I want to ask you, Zach, what you think of this particular matchup. Is Scott Satterfield got a, an improving program here in 2019? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. If you if you ask most coaches, you know, before the season, which we did, you know, what, what program did you think would have the most difficulty, you know, kind of rebounding after a head coaching change? Unanimously, it was, it was Louisville because of the culture problems they had there. Bobby Petrino left that program at MS. Scott Satterfield's come in, tried to pay the pieces. They looked really good against Notre Dame and they you know, played play some other teams close. But Boston College is playing really good football. I mean, you know, what Steve Adazio has done up there, he brought, he's brought um, an NFL mentality, a mentality of toughness football. I think it's going to be a little bit too much for Louisville this week. Yeah, watch out for BC. They already got a coach fired here after five weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Rutgers let their coach go after losing to the Eagles last weekend. So that matchup going on at Cardinal Stadium and at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, you've got the Hurricanes hosting the Virginia Tech Hokies. This is a game set for ESPN, the mid-afternoon, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central Time. Virginia Tech's really, really been struggling. They got their you-know-what handed to them last week by by Duke, for goodness sake. And Miami's still somewhat of an enigma. Your thoughts about the Hokies and the spinning Hurricanes? Yeah, these are the two teams right here that the ACC really was counting on carrying this league when expansion started back. But you know what? I mean, they've done nothing since joining the league, so... You know, this used to be a marquee game. I mean, when you saw Miami and Virginia Tech on the, I believe they used to play. Um, it was Thanksgiving sometime around Thanksgiving weekend, late late November in the Big East. But you know, I mean, these are two teams that historical powerhouses, but they're struggling right. Now. I mean, Miami, Miami's like you said that they don't have an identity yet, so they're struggling to find out who they are under um under their new head coach Manny Diaz and. Virginia Tech, I mean, Justin Fuente is too good of a coach for what's going on in Virginia Tech. I mean, you know, only only two years removed from playing the ACC championship game. Now they're struggling to beat be FCS teams and getting their butt handed by Duke. So <laughs> At home, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a struggle when you think think about how far these programs have fallen. But, yeah, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of the it, – this used to be a marquee game, you know, where, where everybody was excited to see these two teams play. This year is kind of it's kind of a, a, a you know just a snooze fest. But yeah, Zach, yeah, you, gonna, Zach, you got me longing for the days of the old Big East Conference when these two exactly. teams were, were pretty good in that particular conference. But this is again your mid afternoon game on ESPN from Hard Rock Stadium: the Gobblers and the Hurricanes. Now. North Carolina tries to answer for what they did last week in that close, heartbreaking loss at home to the Clemson Tigers. They pack up their bags and head to the ATL where Jeff Collins and the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech will be hosting UNC, a game on the ACC Network. This is a set for a 4 o'clock Atlanta time, 3 o'clock Central time. And we've already kind of been bragging with you, Zach, about what Mac Brown's done in year one in Chapel Hill. Well, 
year one after a little bit of a what 20 year break from being in chapel hill but now back there the the retro coach doing a good job and we've got georgia tech which has a lot of problems i don't even want to talk about what they did against the citadel where they lost to the mighty bulldogs of charleston in that game there a couple weeks ago but they did not score an offensive touchdown in their game against temple a program that jeff collins coached last year the only points georgia tech had in that loss to temple was a safety for goodness sake zach yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, anybody that, that thought Georgia Tech was going to be good this year didn't know college football. I mean, this is a team that's absolutely having to undergo a complete identity change, you know, going from the triple option. You had an offensive lineman that haven't pass blocked in four years, and now they're being asked to pass block. So, you know, it's going to be a long season for Georgia Tech, but Jeff Collins is a great head coach. I really think if they're going to pick up an ACC win this year, it's going to come this week against North Carolina because – You've got North Carolina coming in off the heartbreaking loss, and this is going to be a difficult challenge for Matt Brown. This probably this is going to be a more difficult coaching job, I believe, this week than it was last week coming off the App State loss. And when you have when you have the number one team coming in, it refocuses your team. You got the focus. Everything last week was on on that Clemson game. I mean, they lost the way they did. You know, it kind of it kind of shattered their season, their hopes for um for a big marquee win. And so I think I think Matt Brown's gonna have a difficult job this week. Jeff Collins, on the other hand, you know, he's playing basically with house money this year. Nobody's expecting him to do anything, and that's a good thing because he hasn't really done anything in his first yeah. year. They may but, not be expecting a lot for Jeff Collins, but you don't lose to the Citadel. You don't barely beat South Florida. I mean, it took almost a miracle for them to get their win against the Bulls. And then you don't even score an offensive point at all against Temple. I mean, come on, Zach. Zach Lance is our, our guest here, publisher of Sports Illustrated's SI Now Clemson site. He's also a publisher there at ClemsonMaven.com and co-host of Solid Orange. If you're ever in the Midlands of South Carolina, tune in to watch – channel 57 wach in the columbia area and you have an all clemson show there right in the heart of what's supposed to be gamecock country so i want to congratulate you on that feat <laughs> thank you thank you yeah yeah i have to I have to kind of hide my face sometimes when i'm leaving the studio but that's all right no, well no, i i think that studio is technically still in west columbia which means over in lexington county south carolina it's about 55 percent orange fans compared to no, garnet that's fans right. that's right and that's kind of the way it is across the state of south carolina in fact it might even be that way in columbia these days i was kind of hinting a little bit earlier this week on the y'all show you probably saw where dabo swingley said that he already announced that he's got a parade plan for clemson to celebrate another national championship yeah 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 i thought I thought that's a little bit strange for him to make that announcement, especially for someone who preaches, you know, each week focusing on the next game. The next game is the biggest game of the season. And his four goals not having a national championship up there. But, yeah, I guess that shows the faith that he has in his team. He's expecting big things. But Yeah. Well, I, I mentioned on the show earlier this week, Zach, that, hey, they've already had two of these parades in Clemson. And Clemson's kind of a small town. Hey, they ought to do it up bigger and better and move that parade to Columbia and run it right down Ooh. Main Street. Hey, it's the state capital. And you know there'd be a lot more fans coming from all over the state if they could have it in Clemson. So, hey, next time you're on a teleconference with Coach Swinney, you might want to suggest that, okay? 
Our final, I do, I do. All right, our final ACC matchup here in week six, you got the Pitt Panthers, the Fighting Narduzis. They go to Wallace Wade Stadium where David Cutcliffe, the hokey assassin, and he's going to be hosting the Panthers in a game set for 8 o'clock Durham time, 7 o'clock Central on the ACCN. And your thoughts about this one, Zach? Yeah, yeah. The Pitt Panthers came off, you know, an unbelievable win against UCF, you know, where they, they knocked off UCF and kind of looked, looked like they may be back in form. And then struggled last week, you know, sweet kind of victory. But Duke right now, I mean, they're playing at such a high level. With, um, David Cutcliffe is just a magician with what he does with quarterbacks. I mean, all you have to do is look at Daniel Jones right now, like he's doing in the NFL to, to see that. But I just don't see a way that Pitt goes into Wallace Way Stadium, which has traditionally not been a difficult place to get wins, but under David Cutcliffe has become more difficult. I don't see how Pitt can go in there, especially the way they play the last couple of weeks, and get a win. So give me, give me Duke in there. All right. Well, Zach, we appreciate you coming on. And before we wrap with you, just kind of looking, looking at into the future of ACC football from both the Atlantic and Coastal side of things, I think most people would say, hey, your Clemson Tigers ought to be in good shape to compete again for the ACC title. Who do you see also giving Clemson a little bit of a run for the money here in the division race? In the division, I think if, it's gonna, if, it, if you're talking the Atlantic, it's probably going to come out of Wake Forest, which, I mean, okay. right, right now they're playing great football. Um, Newman's playing outstanding quarterback. In fact, I believe he's leading the league in passing yards per game. So, I mean, you know, the Tigers going to have to buckle up and be ready to go. And it's Wake Forest, or it could be a shocker in Death Valley. Well, one thing that's a little odd, we've only got to the sixth week of the season. Clemson is enjoying a week off this weekend. Clemson is 3-0 and already in ACC play. Most teams have only played one team thus, one conference game thus far. So that's a, a huge step for Clemson to get to that part of the season. All right, in the coastal side of things, Virginia has been a little bit of a, a team that's gotten a lot of pub here this year, ranked in the top 25, close loss to Notre Dame last week. Who do you see giving the Cavaliers – maybe a little bit of a test on the coastal side of things this year. Boy, really? I mean, it's going to sound funny, but I think Mike Brown's North Carolina team could really? do it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you saw of them, the grittiness, Sam Howell and how he's playing a quarterback really is an equalizer. I mean, he's got a great arm, a great view for the field. He can, he can make every throw in the dress into. In fact, he reminded me a lot of Trevor Lawrence last year, just watching him play the way he picked apart defenses, the way he, he managed the game and stuff. Yeah, it was very familiar, very, very similar, I'm sorry, to, to Trevor Lawrence and how he played last year. So I think Matt Brown's North Carolina team is a team that I would watch out for a dark horse. If, you, if you're, you know, Virginia, you're going, all right, this is one game where I got to really be careful and mindful of. I think, I think it's North Carolina. All right, and a reminder here in week six, again, several teams off, Clemson, Florida State, NC State, Syracuse, UVA, and Wake Forest. But Zach Lentz is not going to be off. He's going to be working hard at ClemsonMaven.com and also co-hosting Solid Orange on WACH television. And, Zach, we appreciate you coming on here, the Y'all Show, giving us the ACC spin of things, and we look forward to catching up with you again. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.
And we appreciate it, Zach. All right, when we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to welcome in our good friend, General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Foretelling, and he's going to have his own unique and humorous take on the Week 6 action. Who's going to win that big Auburn-Florida game? Who's going to win the Michigan-Iowa game? I know y'all are losing sleep over that one. Well, General Gridiron is going to be here to tell you all about it. He's got the lineup of games, and we're going to hear what he says. The forecast from General Gridiron is coming up next. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless, dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? The finish line for college footballs just around the bend, and some of the sports elite are jockeying for position as the leaves begin to fall. It's going to get real wacky during this home stretch of the schedule, so grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Washington at Stanford. The number 15 dogs withstood a siege from South L.A. last weekend, and now they take the fight right to the Golden State for a little tussle with that supposed brainiac school by the bay. This Pac-12 North hoedown on the farm will let us know which one of these squads will have a chance when November rolls around and which unit will be flushing this season beneath the Golden Gate Bridge. The Color got a big win in Corvallis last week, snapping a three-game skid, and the home team ought to have just enough color left in them to keep the W's a-coming this Saturday. The Generals' victor, Stanford. Iowa at Michigan. A top 20 feud in the big house. The undefeated cornfield craze flying birdies flock to Ann Arbor with one big old goal. Keep the scuttlebutt about Jimmy Harbaugh's future on the gossip page at least for another week. Speaking of the printed press, did you know the state of Iowa acquired the Hawkeye nickname chiefly through the efforts of a newspaper editor in Fort Madison who proposed the nickname Hawkeyes in 1838 to rescue from oblivion the Sauk Indian leader Blackhawk? In 1843, this editor moved his newspaper, the Fort Madison Patriot, to Burlington and renamed it the Burlington Hawkeye in tribute to his friend Blackhawk. Well, ain't that nice. This weekend's football may not have as colorful or important backstory, but that newspaper editor would sure be happy to print this headline. The general says the Iowa Hawkeyes will be the victor. Georgia at Tennessee. Embattled Jeremy Pruitt announced this week he's not sure who the Big Orange will have under center for this one on top de Rocky. And Kirby Smart's boys from the Classic City ain't shaking in their silver britches that UT's got some kind of wonder kid that can pull the upset. Them dogs are sitting pretty in the pound at numero three. And with the hated Gators coming up soon and, oh, them rowdy roosters too, Georgia fans should need to load up on nerve pills this week for this one west of the Smokies. Glory, glory, the Vols are going to get another thumping in front of 100,000 plus. The Generals' victor, 
Georgia. Air Force at Navy. The flyboy leg of the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy lifts off at Navy Marine Corps Stadium mid-afternoon this football Saturday. The top guns of Navy were shot down in Memphis last week, and they're ready to get past that battle and win the war. The high-flying Falcons of USAFA dropped a lot of ordnance on the Middies during their 2018 conflict in Colorado. Both teams want this one badly, and a win later against the current holders of the CIC trophy, them dad-burned cadets from Army. The boys with that lightning bolt on their helmet will be stymied a bit by that seafaring triple option, and the bird will come crashing down. The General's victor anchors away Navy. Tulane at Army Well, the Black Knights along the Hudson heard something about a Commander-in-Chief's trophy, and they've snapped to attention to steal a little thunder from those inferior service academies. (laughs) If option offense is your thing, this might be a Super Bowl of sorts inside Mikey Stadium. And in an odd twist, both TU Chief Willie Fritz and Army Field General Jeff Munkin have both been head coaches at Georgia Southern in the last decade, with the Green Wave guy taking over in Statesboro after Munkin's battlefield promotion up to West Point. These 2019 Big Easy boys are good, but not good enough to out-option USMA this day. The Generals, Victor, get those caissons ready, Army. Ahead on General Gridiron, Houston's NRG Stadium hosts another Battle of the Piney Woods, the FCS's Sam Houston State Bearcats, and the Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. And in the Swamp, for the first time in eight years, Auburn and Florida meet, both unbeaten, both on a mission keep it here general gridiron will be right back if you're worried about your cholesterol hear how others are taking charge with garlic my doctor said my cholesterol was borderline but i've been taking garlic and it works i've been taking garlic for years my pharmacist recommended garlic he said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol i take garlic every day no garlic breath lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol garlic it's cholesterol's natural enemy these statements have not been evaluated by the fda this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease use is directed credit products are issued by webbank member fdic rates and terms vary based on credit history amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion offer valid for loan products 90 days after today other restrictions apply see website for details how do i feel awesome like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Howdy, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations all over the good old U.S. of A., including WSKE FM 104.3, Cool Country 104.3, in Bedford, Pennsylvania. And in Hot Springs, Arkansas, KWPS FM 99.7, Fox Sports, Arkansas. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Michigan State at Ohio State. 
Sorry, South. Urban got run out of the horseshoe, and we thought them Yankee nuts would quickly go back to the level of completely irrelevant. But great day. Ryan Day is doing about as good as you can do in Columbus, and that's bad news for all y'all, and the general too. With the crafty Kennesaw kid, Justin Fields, the nut fans are going nuts about their 2019 prospects. Southern sports talk shows are getting calls aplenty from galvanized OSU backers asking, how could UGA let him get away? In this contest against that other school up north, Mark D'Antonio's ancient Greeks will be asking, how can we get away? (laughs) Back to East Lansing. The Generals victor, Ohio State big. Sam Houston State versus Stephen F. Austin. The Battle of the Piney Woods. This is the second longest rivalry series in FCS football. This one goes down again inside Houston's massive NRG Stadium, but don't worry, the fans of these two East Texas relatively tiny colleges will fill up most of the NFL arena with shades of Bearcat Orange or Lumberjack Purple. SHSU comes into this year's contest on an eight-year win streak over the fellows from Nacogdoches. The Cats already have notched two Southland Conference victories, and QB Ty Brock looked nifty in the rally last week at McNeese State. The Felines will axe them jacks again, and that pretty replica pistols trophy will once again return to the giant Sam Houston statue shadow in Huntsville. The General's victor, Sam Houston State. California at Oregon. Oski's been kicking his little bear self all week. The Cow Bears had climbed high in the poles, beat an SEC West school on the road down in Dixie, and then had a pesky but beatable Arizona State weaseling their way into California Memorial Stadium. I guess y'all know how that one worked out. Here we have the Berkeley Bunch and Eugene in a convocation of one-loss Pac-12 North Pigskinners. The home team's favored. Surely Travis Dye running out of the pistol formation will do the Ducks a lot of good. But that Burley Bears defense will be foaming at the mouth and will make this Saturday evening game sneaky close. The Generals' victor, Cal in an upset. Pittsburgh at Duke. David Cutcliffe is looking like a genius these days. Not only did his QB from last year go early in the 2019 NFL Draft and has now led the New York football giants to consecutive wins in Durham, North Carolina, his Devils are spanking ACC Coastal foes in their own house, see Lane Stadium last Friday night. Quentin Harris has stepped in for Daniel Jones, and he's getting it done for Duke with his arm and legs. The fighting Narduzzi's arrive at Wallace Wade, optimistic another UCF-type upset awaits. Sorry, Steel City. This Saturday night showdown is just going to shake out for the Cameron uh, Cut Cliff Crazies. The Generals' victor, Duke. Auburn at Florida. This pair of SEC superpowers have met on the gridiron 83 times, and the Alabama Ag School holds a slight 43-38 and two ties edge over the boys from old Florida. Great games through the years include UF's 1962 upset of number 10 Auburn, the 1976 Attack of the War Eagle, and Auburn's 1994 win over number one Florida and the head ball coach. Sadly, SEC expansion has diminished this series. They last met in 2011, and Auburn, Alabama is the closest SEC town to Gainesville, Florida. This Saturday's Top 10 Swamp Showdown will be an instant classic. Bo Nix is going to give the Partisans in orange and blue jorts fits, and he'll also give them their first loss of the year. The Generals' victor, Auburn. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the nation, but hang on to your helmet. There's more around the corner. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid-fire picks. 
This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Texas bites down on West Virginia. Oklahoma State lassos Texas Tech. LSU survives against Utah State. Oklahoma all day at Kansas. Penn State pelts Purdue. UAB rebounds against Rice. TCU takes out Iowa State. Louisville beats Boston College. Kansas State comes back versus Baylor. The Citadel wins the Military Classic of the South versus VMI. Boise State bamboozles UNLV. Vanderbilt gets two in a row at Mississippi. Miami mauls Virginia Tech. UCLA steps on Oregon State. Minnesota in a close one against Illinois. Memphis destroys Louisiana Monroe. Nebraska nukes Northwestern. North Carolina continues Georgia Tech's agony. Missouri beats their big bass drum right on top of Troy's head. And Colorado stampedes Arizona. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this sixth weekend of college football edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week. Same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So please don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, or simply download the Y'all Show free on iTunes podcast. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Just search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your weekend celebration. General Gridiron is a production of Y'all. For more, log on to Y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South. That'll be all, Y'all. All right, I am going to keep score as I've been doing all season long, Mr. General, Mr. General Gridiron. <laughs> Thank you for that. And yes, always great to have the General's take on what's going to be happening in college football, the 10 featured picks there. And of course, the rapid fire picks are always fun when the General drops by and gives us his prediction. Well, guess what? We've got to go to break here as we wrap up our first hour of this, the Y'all Kickoff Show. When we come back in hour number two, We'll have SEC at the top of the list as the Southeastern Conference got a big game of a battle of unbeatens in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium in Gainesville, Florida, Auburn, and the Florida Gators. And we'll have an SEC spotlight focusing on that game and a whole lot more. We'll also be talking about a team that's going to be sitting back, taking it easy today. The Alabama Crimson Tide, like a lot of other teams, are not playing But that doesn't mean we're not playing around with the Crimson Tide. Ryan Fowler of Tide 100.9 FM, a radio station that's all about Alabama sports. Ryan's got the afternoon show, The Game, on Tide 100.9. And he also has the syndicated Alabama tradition show that airs on many of these same stations. Ryan's going to be coming on to break it all down, what's going on with Alabama, but also what's going on here in week six of SEC football. That's ahead. Plus, we've got Big 12 football to talk with our friend Matt Hermans and college football lanyap to close us out in the second hour. All that ahead on the Y'all Kickoff Show. Keep it locked here.
Put your war paint on. It is week six of college football. And I'm John Rawl, and you have tuned in the Y'all Kickoff Show. This is our kickoff celebration of all things college football when the Y'all Show turns into a two-hour escapade of all things college football. And we're glad that you could join us here, getting us ready for this sixth weekend of fun. Well, coming up here in this hour of the Y'all Show, we've got Big 12 football to talk about as the barrister of Big 12 football, Matt Hermans, returns with his usual take on the week six action of the Big 12. Also, we'll get his take on a little Oktoberfest fun, since this is our first college football Saturday in the month of October. And for all of you who love a good beer and maybe some good bratwurst, we'll get Matt Hermans' spin on that and all the other fun stuff that goes along with the month of October. That in our Big 12 Spotlight in the next segment. And then when we close out today's Y'all Kickoff Show, we'll have our college football lanyard. We've got something special as the SMU Mustangs are in the poll this week at number 24. The first time the Ponies have been ranked in the AP since 1984. Of course, everybody knows the story of SMU getting the death penalty in the 1980s and not having a football program for a couple of years. But for the first time since those days of the 80s, the Ponies and head coach Sonny Dykes are in the top 25. Couldn't be happier for this program out of Dallas, Texas. And we'll hear from Sonny Dykes, the coach who came over to SMU after a couple of years at Cal. Before that, he was coaching the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs and has done a great job in Big D. And we'll have his audio plus the other fun action going on in the group of five, as well as FCS football in our college football lanyard to wrap up this y'all kickoff show. But we begin here today. We want to remind you first that our website, y'all.com, our number is 803-816-1170. If you have a question or comment about anything we say or do, or maybe what we should be saying or doing, we start out this hour with SEC football on our mind and in the swamp we've got a big one today with the auburn tigers visiting the florida gators and we'll talk about that one in a moment but first let me introduce ryan c fowler roll tide strike up the band million dollar band ryan fowler is going to join me now to break down this week six action and as we wrap up with his prediction and what he's got in store for what's going on here in week six we'll get ryan's take on alabama as he is the host of tide 100 tide 100.9 in tuscaloosa's afternoon it's a four-hour show that ryan hosts called the game a show all about alabama football it is a hoot if you ever have a chance to tune it in on the radio or online yes tide 100.9 the radio station ryan fowler the host of that plus ryan has the syndicated show called alabama tradition that's taken off like wildfire a crimson wildfire across the southeast and ryan's going to join me right now to kind of walk through week six and then we'll get ryan's take on alabama and lsu and some of those other teams besides alabama that actually have a week off so let's start the fun here with what's going on this weekend well, we know that the Missouri Tigers are going to be taking on the Troy Trojans here on this football Saturday. This is set for a 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock kick from Como, televised on the SEC Network. And then we go to Knoxville, where the Vols, poor old Vols, you bashed them at the beginning of this segment. They welcome in the number three Georgia Bulldogs in the Neyland Stadium in a game televised on ESPN, set for a 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central kick. Hey, can Jeremy Pruitt pull the big upset this weekend, Ryan? Uh, 
No. Okay. No. 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 no not at all. Not at all. Uh, there's no way. I, I just. I mean, I think this is a thumping, but I think it's a thumping for not just this game, but I think it's a thumping for the next few weeks. Uh, it's. It's going to be tough. Uh, and if if he's able to find a way to get this team to get a win, hats off to him. Hats off to him. But I just don't see right now this team. I mean, it's hard to find a, a win until you get to UAB that you can definitely look at a schedule and say, oh, yeah, 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 Tennessee's going to win this game. Unfortunately, Jeremy Pruitt, and like I said, I like him. I just don't know if he can survive everything that's happening there in Knoxville. I mean, this is a tough, this is tough uh, sledding up there. When you start getting in the, you know, the possibility of winning one and two games, I don't care who you are. That guy gets you in trouble. And so as I read off the future at Tennessee's schedule, it's hard for me to find a win unless you really want to go back to or go all the way out to UAB. And not just not just losses. These teams are going to thump them uh, like by a big margin. Mm. And don't forget, UAB has been a pretty good football program over the last couple of years. So that's not a gimme there in Neyland Stadium. What about Georgia? Kirby Smart, are you impressed with what he's doing there in Athens this year? Well, I think Georgia's got a pretty good-looking football team. Uh, they look good with everything that I've been able to notice. Uh, you know, watching those guys and, and, and what they've kind of brought to uh, Athens from Kirby Smart's kind of doing everything he can do to install a Nick Saban-like system there. Uh, he's recruited well. Uh, Might have even, you know, at times walked in the gray area, but uh, when you talk about walking in the gray area, sometimes you got to live and camp out there. It looks like that's what Kirby Smart has chose to do, but uh, Georgia's got a good good football team. I mean, I look at a lot of talent on that team, and I look at a team that's, uh, you know, when you begin to kind of understand it and break down and, and look ahead, uh, it looks like that, you know, this team is going to be one of those that will be the last one standing. I'll be shocked if Florida is able to do anything on the other side to in the Eastern Division to slow down what's happening in Athens. I think, Al, you know, when you look at Kirby Smart, he's got a balanced offense. He can throw the football. He can run the football. And he plays really, really good defense. That's a combination to win a lot of games. Also on this football Saturday, the Commodores, which got a win their first of the year last weekend. They traveled to Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, and they face off against the Sharks of Mississippi. This set for a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. And you saw that team from Oxford play last weekend at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Do you think they're going to get to a bowl this year? Ooh, man, it would be tough. Okay. Man, that's going to be tough. Uh, let's see. Are there two and three? I don't. I don't have the SEC schedule. Run, run through the win total. I, no, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Uh, just give me like two seconds here. I can. I can. I could have Ole Miss uh, ready. I just found they, it. The Ole Miss uh, Alabama obviously is the loss. So they're two and three. Vanderbilt, I think, is a win because that's in Oxford, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to go to Missouri. Now Missouri's playing a little bit better as of late. Uh, Man, I have to give that. I, have, I almost have to give that to Missouri. Texas A&M will beat them. Auburn will beat them. They'll beat New Mexico State, so that'll get them to four wins. They won't beat LSU. No, they're not going to bowl. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. So I mean, they'll go to the, they'll go to the, they'll go to the Egg Bowl, which is uh, <laughs> the all famous, but, but they won't go to a Real Bowl. Okay. Like all right. Yeah. And Vanderbilt still having some tough times here, trying to replace their quarterback in 2019. And then the big one this weekend in the SEC. It's from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. First time these two teams have met in eight years. It's a top ten clash between the Auburn Tigers and the Florida Gators on CBS 3:30 Ben Hill Griffin Stadium time 2:30. Central, the Tigers and the Reptilians of Florida. Ryan Fowler, your t- thoughts on this matchup? Man, I tell you, I love it, man. I love it. I love this game because the, the Auburn Tigers, you see, you guys don't have to live with this bunch, okay? Y'all don't have to live with this group. Y'all don't have to live with these guys saying all this stuff every single day. Uh, I mean, they're always talk the big game. Ryan, you they live in it. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You can't tell me that you get inundated with Auburn fans. Come on now. Oh, tons of them. Tons of them. Tons of them. They love to talk. And they talk as well as anybody. Now, as long as their team is doing good, as long as their team is doing good, they talk. But now the, the real thing is like when, when, when the team is not doing very good, they put their stuff up. Like you, you won't even be able to find an Auburn fan, and and so that's the you know the big moral of the story is uh, it, it's it can be a little bit of a challenge when they're when they're not doing well. Like it, it's fun to kind of watch them because they they they're closet fans, man. I mean they're, they're fair weather fans. They they just put all their stuff in the apparel. So Auburn's had a good year so far. They're undefeated, but see the most of them would tell you in August that they wanted their coach. They wanted to put him on a road. Like, they didn't like their coach. They were willing to sacrifice this season to go, okay, let's move into a different direction. Let's get a better coach. And that didn't happen. Hmm. All right, well, they got the Gus bus, and they have a quarterback in Bo Nix right now that's getting a lot of attention. Was he recruited at all by Alabama? I know he's got the Auburn connection there, but did they try to get him? Yeah, but I think most people that you know that that follow football pretty close knew that he was going to be very, very, very difficult to try to get you know him away from that Auburn tradition and Auburn family. The kid grew up, you know, pretty much hanging out on the football field, and he loved Auburn. Uh, and hey, you got to give him credit. I mean, he went there. Uh, it's you know, it's a system that really doesn't prepare quarterbacks. For the NFL. Now, he may change some things, but that system generally doesn't produce like NFL caliber quarterbacks. So he went there and said, okay, I'll take a chance. I mean, he was that high profile of a player, but he grew up Auburn, and uh, the genetic pool for his, is going to work out for the Tigers. I mean, <laughs> he's a good looking, he's a good looking kid. He's a good looking kid, but uh, I, I still don't know. I still don't know. If you can take what they're doing on offense and develop a kid, and I'm talking about develop him, get him from point A to point B and back to C and up to D. It's just simple development. I don't see a lot of development in that system. All right. Well, let's talk about the other side of the ball on this Saturday matchup in the Swamp. What do you think about what Dan Mullen's done in year two with Florida? They've had to come into this matchup this weekend with a backup quarterback. But right now, they've escaped the season thus far, still unblemished, and they're ranked number 10 in the country. 
Well, and, and, and I think that you know, a lot of the people would love for them to stay there because they want to be able to set up that Georgia-Florida game, you know, the highly anticipated game there, our largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville, Florida. That's one of those that a lot of people are circling saying, okay, hey, this is going to be a great game. But you look at uh, uh, Florida and you look at Georgia there for a couple of minutes, uh, and, and, you know, both teams look like that they could possibly get there, but Florida's going to have to get over – uh, this Auburn hump right now, Auburn's coming in with a lot of momentum. They just beat Mississippi State. So when you look at Florida, that's possible, uh, but they have to turn around and go to Baton Rouge. No, it's not going to be. It's Yeah, probably not going to be able to survive. I just wanted to see that schedule real quick, but they do have to turn around and go right back to LSU. Whew, that'd be a tough place to play hmm. uh, without, without, without your starting quarterback. So – that one's going to be a little bit of a challenge, uh, but then I go to other games. But but go, sticking back to the Auburn Florida game, <laughs> Auburn's playing so good. I mean, there there's a reason why they are a home, excuse me, a road favorite in that in that stadium on Saturday. Hmm. Well, I mean, they're, they're the favorite to win the game. This is your CBS special on Saturday afternoon, the Gators and the Auburn Tigers. Again, a lot of teams in the SEC enjoying a weekend off. As we said, Alabama's got Texas A&M next weekend at Kyle Field. Are you scared about that one at all, Mr. Fowler? No, okay. no, 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 I'm, I'm not at all, not at all. Uh, I was at the beginning part of the season. But as we get closer to the game, I mean, I watched that same team really struggle with Arkansas just a couple of days ago. And Arkansas kind of reminds you a lot of a high school football team. <laughs> they just that they don't play uh, like an SEC team. So, uh, I mean, I'm just calling it what it is. When you look at, you, you know, you've got to be looking at Chad Morris going, is he ready? Is he really better than the previous coach? Uh, I don't think he is. I mean, I, I think that's still to be determined. But right now, I mean, I, I wouldn't think that he is. That's All right, my so opinion. I don't think Alabama sounds like it's too worried about the Hogs here when they face off. Ryan C. Fowler, our guest of the game in Tuscaloosa. That's 100.9 FM. And you can find Ryan on Twitter at Ryan C. Fowler. As we wrap with you, Ryan, any thoughts about who Alabama might have a little contest with throughout the year? left on the schedule. Who do you anticipate Alabama having a little bit of a game against and perhaps facing off in the SEC championship? Well, I, I don't think anybody. Uh, that's not me being arrogant, me just be, me being honest. Uh, so I don't, I don't see a lot of, you know, a lot of, lot of games that you just circle and you go, man, this is going to be a killer game. Uh, LSU is certainly going to be a little tougher. Uh, Auburn's going to be tough on the defensive side of things, but offensively, uh, well, I don't know against our defense here in Tuscaloosa. Alabama's not played good defense this year. Uh, so, so we'll see. I mean, things could always change, but then I look at the Auburn confidence. You know, will it be as strong as it is today in November? You know, will they be able to survive because they've got to play Georgia? They've got to play LSU in Baton Rouge. They've got to play in Gainesville this weekend, but it just starts a difficult schedule for the Auburn Tigers. If they can run through this, if they're able to run through Georgia, Alabama, all the different things here, then they may may deserve to be, you know, he may deserve to be the SEC coach of the year. Gus Malzahn, you're uh, talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if he can, if he could get this team through this gauntlet that is, whew, I mean, it's nasty. Uh, I mean, when you've got Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, and Florida still on your schedule. 
and some other teams, yeah, that's a challenge. That is a big challenge. He also has to face off against the Sanford Bulldogs in there. Ryan Fowler, thank you for coming on once again to the Y'all Show. You can catch him in Tuscaloosa again on Tide 100.9 and also find the syndicated Alabama tradition on affiliates across Alabama and the South. And always a good interview, and we appreciate, Ryan, you taking a little time to talk with us here on the Y'all Show. Best of luck, and maybe Alabama might be playing in another national championship game. And absolutely, best of luck to the Lady Vols this week against the George Bulldogs. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you don't know what he's talking about, this week ESPN, I don't know how they did this with all the thousands of employees they have working there, but in the little graphic that shows the matchups for this weekend's SEC games, sure enough, Georgia is going to be playing, at least according to the ESPN's graphic department, the Lady Vols of Tennessee. And uh, Ryan, I saw on Twitter you said that that might actually be a better football game. It might be. It might be a better game. I mean, we don't know. We don't know how they would play. I mean, so it's hard for us to judge. Yeah. So I'm not going to. I'm well, going to be. I'm going to be conservative on pick here. Kelly Harper is the new head coach of the Lady Vols in Knoxville, and hey, she might be a little bit better out there on the field against the Georgia Bulldogs. Apologies to Tennessee fans. Hey, that's what ESPN did. Not don't blame us. Don't send hate mail to us. Send it to Bristol, Connecticut, or Ryan C. Fowler on Twitter if you if you really want to get specific. Well, that will wrap up our SEC spotlight. When we come back, we've got Oktoberfest on our mind because hey, what's better in the month of October than some football and maybe some bratwurst and a beer? Yavol, we'll have that plus Matt Hermans, who's going to be talking about some of that good Oktoberfest fun. We're going to have him switch over from his later hosing to talking about, well, togs. That's the old term for football pants. And we'll have him talk about the Big 12 togs as we've got some fun games going on in the Big 12 here in week six, including the Oklahoma State Cowboys traveling down to Lubbock for a game against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. That plus more. West Virginia's got Texas coming into Morgantown this weekend. We'll have his take on all that Big 12 fun next in our Big 12 Spotlight. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions supply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. 
This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. So I like to do what I did before. I like to smoke, you know, 20, 30 minutes, get some nice smoke flavor on there. Then I like to put it into a pot uh, with beer and onions and let it kind of, you know, lounge in there in the hot tub and get all uh, get all beer. So then you get the uh, you get the beer and onion flavor. And then I like to eat the onions. Of course, the onions that have been cooking in the beer, I like to eat the onions with the sausage. Of course, a nice mustard as well. So tis the season. Oktoberfest, cheers, prost, however you want to say it. Uh, smoke your sausage. Put a little south in that. Uh, in your mouth. Yes, right. There you go. Got me. Exactly. A little south in your mouth. That's and right. that's not southern Germany, although we do like Bavaria. <laughs> and, you and know what? Munich, Bavaria. That no, is you say Munich, oh, I say München. Okay. You got it. <laughs> oh, Ooh, hey, oh, purity. purity. You know, you're right. Good you call. know, I'm a German expert. You know how I got to be a German expert? I don't know. Tell me. I failed it twice. So once you fail a language twice, you get to kind of be an expert. But I ended up getting out of it somehow and passing it. But yes, happy Oktoberfest to all y'all. And get your beer stein up and let's celebrate and watch a little college football. Now that sounds like a darn good plan, does it not? Yes, that the voice of Matt Hermans, our Big 12 barrister, but also our barbecue barrister here on the Y'all Show as he appears on Tuesdays and he breaks it down, not only Big 12 football, but he also discusses barbecue. He loves to get that grill out and he wants you to go get your own grill out, whether that's in the backyard or maybe at a buddy's house or even better, maybe out in the parking lot at a college football game. And those are some of his great tips for here now that we're into the month of October. Yes, it's Oktoberfest and Bratwurst, a great option, and love what he had to say there and getting us ready for the grill. But he's also right now on the Y'all Kickoff Show. Matt Hermans is going to get us ready for Big 12 football. We've got a, a busy weekend here in the conference because this is, and I'll remind him, the first weekend that all 12, but rather all 10 of the Big 12 teams are facing off against each other. None of this non-conference action. None of this, let's take a weekend off. No, this is a full weekend of Big 12 football here in week six. And let's kind of walk through with Matt Herman's what exactly is going on. The number six Oklahoma Sooners packed their bags and they head to Memorial Stadium in Lawrence for a game against the Kansas Jayhawks. This will be your early game, 12 noon, 11 Lawrence time, televised on ABC. 
Oklahoma State will be going to Lubbock to visit the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Another early game, this televised on Fox Sports 1. And another 12 noon, 11 central time slot is Iowa State hosting TCU. ABC has the mid-afternoon game of number 11 Texas visiting the West Virginia Mountaineers. And your other late game or mid-afternoon game in Big 12 action, Kansas State hosts that undefeated Baylor Bear team. So let's break it all down here. Les Miles, his Jayhawks have Oklahoma coming in is there any any chance coach miles can pull off a miracle no okay (laughs) on to the next one (laughs) the answer is no okay uh miles uh the jayhawks had a heck of a good win early in the season going to boston college and getting that victory um that's a big win for kansas but uh you know reality sets in at some point kansas just doesn't have a lot of football players and um I'm sure Coach Miles will remedy that, but uh, not this year. So the answer to that is no. Okay, well, I don't know how you do in your units of measurement and how well you did studying that in school, but he's got the documentary out there, Miles to Go. What's bigger than a mile? A country mile? Country miles to go, perhaps? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think a a country mile is longer than a mile. I was going to say a kilometer. That's a lot shorter than a mile. It is. uh, It is. So, not you know? What is it? Uh, leagues, maybe. I, I got to figure out what a league is, but I think that's. I think that might be longer than a than a mile. I think that's, uh, I'm no yeah. sailor, but I think a nautical mile might be a little bit longer than a mile. Ooh, but yeah. uh, I haven't been Absolutely. out on the sea lately. Kansas yeah, and neither. OU. That game probably not going to be one that the whole world will be tuning in to watch. Texas Tech tries to rebound after taking it on the chin all day long last weekend. Oklahoma State ranked number twenty one this week, and they play at Jones AT and T Stadium on Fox. Sports one and your thoughts about the mullet man heading into West Texas. <laughs> I think I think the arrival of the perfectly quaffed mullet is going to be probably the most exciting aspect of that game. Uh Oklahoma State looks good. Chuba Hubbard, leading rusher in the country, we've already talked about. Uh he'll probably be looking to probably looking to match his yardage that he got against Kansas State against a Texas Tech defense that can't stop anybody. Um and uh you know, Texas Tech, even at home, quarterback issues, uh, offensive line issues, defensive issues, wide receiver issues, running back issues, uh, issues galore. Uh, that's a that's a rebuilding team for sure. Um, it I would say that it's going to be a hostile environment, but I don't think it I don't think it really will be. I think uh, got kind of a decimated fan base there at Texas Tech kind of used to getting pounded at home. Uh, the home record, while used to be a formidable place to come and play in years past that it, it is not anymore. So um, it'll be the battle of the pistol hand signs. It'll be the guns up versus the uh, pistols firing, uh, which those two schools share. Uh, it'll be the battle between two horse mascots, one on a cow, one, a cowboy, the other uh, red Raider best on horseback. Well, you're so, really stretching here, Matt. <laughs> yeah, those will be, those are the real, that's the real, uh, that's the real exciting matchup, you know. So the field on the football field, um, Oklahoma State's just a lot better than Texas okay. Tech. They'll win. Iowa State's got TCU riding in to Ames this weekend. Hey, TCU with that big blowout win over Kansas last week, and they've kind of been a team that's been a little bit of an enigma heading into this sixth weekend. This game set for ESPN 2, 12 Eastern, 11 Central time. And then you got number 11, Texas, going into West Virginia. West Virginia is trying to get off the mat. This game set for a 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 kick on ABC from Milan Pusker State. Stadium. Will the 
horns be able to hook the mountaineers <laughs> i think the horns are going to to hook the mountaineers in uh beautiful morgantown west virginia uh texas again i think um right up there with oklahoma in my opinion as far as the best teams in the uh in the big 12 uh i look for i look for texas to come in with uh too much offense uh, a defense that I think will gel as the continue, as the season continues to move along. Um, you got Neil Brown getting rolling there uh, at West Virginia, replacing Dana Holgerson. Uh, he's had uh, some ups and downs so far this year. I'd say more downs than ups, but uh, I think there's just not enough offense there for West Virginia to get the job done against uh, I guess a very talented, at least athletically talented uh, defense at this point in time. So uh, horns, horns roll. Okay, and then our final game is Kansas State hosting Baylor from Bill Snyder Field there in Manhattan, set for 3.30, 2.30, anything that Baylor needs to be on the lookout for in this one. So you're going to have Baylor, uh, Baylor Bears team that passed its first real test uh, against um, Iowa State uh, this last week. I think uh, we were all looking forward to Baylor getting a test, and they did, and they passed it. Um, you're going to have uh, Baylor moving into uh, going to – Kansas State, which is a program who was riding high after getting an SEC win, but of course just uh, uh, crushed recently. Um, so you're going to have a, a, a Baylor team looking to create the kind of season that I think Matt Rule has been dreaming of since he got there, and he, they have some of the players to kind of help do that. Uh, they're rounding into form, it looks like, and then you have Kansas State reeling from from a loss they probably did not expect. Uh, at least the type of loss they didn't expect. So uh, Kansas State will be loud. It'll be rocking. Uh, this is uh, still a team with a lot of pride. And, uh, you know, so uh, Kansas and Manhattan, of course, a tough place to play. So I look for a good game. I look for a, a tight game, a hard-fought game. Uh, I think the Baylor Bears may edge uh, the Kansas State Wildcats slightly. And now that we're in the month of October, if you don't mind, Barrister, I'm going to use a little baseball analogy. Have you ever, have you ever heard of something called Major League Baseball? You know, I've heard of it. I think I've seen a commercial for it back when I used to watch uh, network TV. Uh, <laughs> so I think I know it exists. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's real. Yeah. Well, in baseball, they have the bullpen. And right now, Bill Snyder is out there in that bullpen awaiting the call to perhaps come back for his, like, 50th time to be the head coach at Kansas State when things go awry. And so using a baseball analogy, is it after last week, K-State's performance, is he at a point where somebody's going to the telephone to call down to the bullpen? Is he already kind of warming up in the bullpen? You know what? I think uh, that's a a great analogy. I think maybe uh, after – before last week, I think Bill Snyder's one of these – He's one of these guys out in the far, you know, the out, out, uh, the outfield bullpen, probably sitting on the fence, kind of just looking around, spitting, uh, uh, spitting sunflower seeds there on the ground, messing around, hat on backwards, goofing off at the <laughs> other relievers. And I think, I think after this last week, you know, he's probably, he's probably off the fence. You know, he's probably uh, throwing the ball around a little bit. He's not getting a full on warm up, but he's probably getting his arm loose just to make sure it's still there. I'd say that's where we're at. All right. Well, we'll keep our eye on Baylor and K-State again on ESPN2. And Matt, congratulations. This weekend marks the first time this year that all 10 Big 12 teams face off against each other. There's no non-conference craziness going on this weekend. That's pretty cool. Uh, you know, certainly uh, there's some, you know, a lot of, a lot of 
a lot of things you can say about the Big 12, but the only thing you can't say is that everybody plays everybody every single year, and this is one of those one of those weeks. So, uh, pretty pretty good week, uh, pre- pretty good week for football in the Big 12. Here, here, we agree with that. Here, here, humans. Well, that is the Big 12 portion of this, the Y'all Kickoff Show. We're not quite done with the fun here in week six, as we'll take a little time out, and when we come back, we'll have college football land yap. We'll spotlight the group of five action and some FCS fun as well, and we'll hear the head coach of the SMU Mustangs, the number 24-ranked SMU Mustangs, Sonny Dykes. All that coming up as we conclude this, the Y'all Kickoff Show. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Oof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hashtag Pony Up Dallas. How about those SMU Mustangs in the polls this week for the first time in 35 years? Congratulations to Coach Sonny Dykes and everybody affiliated with Southern Methodist University as they have done a great job getting in the poll. As we said, this is a program, probably the most beleaguered program in college football history, at least in the last 30 years, knowing what they've had to come back from, the death penalty, and now 
in the top 25. And let's kind of walk through what's going on in the Ponies Conference, the American Football Conference. A couple of early games here in this week six with Temple and East Carolina playing Thursday and UCF Cincinnati Friday night lights. But here, this college football Saturday, the South Florida Bulls and Charlie Strong try to get a win on the road, and they might just be able to do it here this weekend. They've got the early game on 12 Eastern, 11 Central Standard Time with that game at Pratt Whitney Stadium there in Stores, Connecticut as UConn and South Florida, your early matchup. The Army Black Knights play the Tulane Green Wave from Mikey Stadium at West Point. This game on CBS Sports Network. And then the AAC's Military Academy, the Naval Academy, has a game against the Air Force Falcons. Sad news came out on Wednesday as Aurora, the 23-year-old Falcon mascot of USAFA, the U.S. Air Force Academy, actually died. So our Air Force friends, we sadly say we're sorry for your loss. But the Falcons and Navy will be a game played mid-afternoon from Navy Marine Corps Marine Stadium in Annapolis, Maryland. The Memphis Tigers go out of conference. They'll be at Malone Stadium in northeast Louisiana to take on Louisiana Monroe. This game is a mid-afternoon game on ESPNU. And then following that game on ESPNU, you got the Tulsa Golden Hurricane traveling south to Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Big D for a game against the number 24 SMU Mustangs. And this is going to kick off at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central again on ESPNU. Well, we can't say enough good things about SMU and Sonny Dykes. And this week, as his program gets in the poll for the first time in 35 years, again, 35 years it's been since SMU was ranked in the AP Top 25. And here they are sitting pretty at number 24. The head coach of the Ponies is a guy named Sonny Dykes. You might remember him when he was in Ruston coaching the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs many years ago. Did good job there. Got promoted up to the Pac-12. He was head coach for the Cal Bears for a couple of years. But now back in the South, back in his native Texas, I think he played or at least went to Texas Tech to college. And now at Dallas's SMU, doing great job there here in I think his second or third year at SMU. I guess it's the second year because he took over for Chad Morris after he took off to coach the Arkansas Razorbacks and might be second-guessing that move now. But yes, SMU 24 and Coach Dykes had a chance to meet with some of the media of Dallas this week. Let's go in here as Coach talk about this team being ranked and the weekend's opponent, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. The thing that's been good for us this year is we've been, we've been pretty simple, really. Um, allowed our guys to play. I think as, you're, you, know, I think as you get better, uh, you can become more simple. You know, just because it's more about fundamentals and it's more about the guys playing more than it is about the, the plays you call. Um, and so, if anything, I think we've we've kind of narrowed our package down, figured out what we're good at, uh, really on offense, defense, and, and including special teams as well. And so, tried to zero in on those things and just try to get better. So, you know, you always have to add a couple of wrinkles here and there to keep people off balance, and you have tendencies that you know you have that you have to break. But uh, but beyond that. You know, not really. You're coming off of a 10-sack game, and I, I believe three of those first sacks were non-starters. Yeah. It says a lot about your, your, your defense. Let me hear you, what your thoughts Yeah, yeah, we just have a lot of depth. I mean, that's the that's the thing that, that I think I think we're number one in the country right now in sacks. And I think that if you ask me why that's the case, I, I would say two things. You know, I think, I think, number one, we have some good players. And number two, I think we've got a lot of, you know, just a lot of depth. In other words, there's competition. Um, guys are fresh. Um, if you notice, you know, we, we tend to have more sacks as the game goes along. 
and part of it's you know because we've been ahead most of the games and, and people have to throw, but at the same time I think that you know we're able to rotate so many players that, that the offense has a tendency to wear down a little bit, and then also we're covering guys. I mean I think that's the that's the one of the things that's different. You know in the past we had some guys open, uh, they got people open, and it just seems like our corners have done such a good job of of getting people covered and getting that quarterback off the first or second read and onto the third read and. A lot of the times, you know, we've had some some coverage sacks as well. So it's really been a lot of different reasons. It typically is, um, you know, we played against a couple of young quarterbacks as well, and that helps. So you just got to kind of factor in everything. But, but I think our guys are playing at a high level, and you know, I think so much of it goes to what you said, just uh, to how many people we have to play. And the guys know they're not going to have to play 16 games. They can play, you know, 25, 30 plays full speed as opposed to playing 65, 70 plays where they start to wear down. Sonny Dykes, head coach of SMU, ranked number 24 in the country, speaking there before his Mustangs take on Tulsa here on this football Saturday. Now to CUSA action here this weekend. Marshall and MTSU have a game at Floyd Stadium in the borough. WKU and Old Dominion get together. The Rice Owls would go into Legion Field in Birmingham to take on the UAB Blazers. UAB lost to Western Kentucky last weekend, and they're wanting to get the ship righted. UMass is going out of conference and they're coming to South Florida to take on the FIU Panthers. And the last CUSA game of note here this weekend, the Roadrunners of Texas San Antonio visit the other UT team, the UTEP Miners. This game at the Sun Bowl out in El Paso going to be a late game on ESPN+. Plus. That's CUSA football here for the sixth weekend of college football. Now to the Sunbelt Conference games going on here this weekend. Early game in the week, though, you had Georgia Southern and South Alabama getting together at Lad People Stadium. I think the last time those two teams are going to face off there is they're building a new campus on campus for the Jags. This football Saturday, it's Arkansas State going to Georgia State in the stadium in Atlanta to take on the Panthers. This game on ESPN Plus set for mid-afternoon, 3.30 Atlanta time. And then, as we told you, the Americans Memphis Tigers will be in northeast Louisiana to visit the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks this game on ESPNU and then the nightcap of Sunbelt action as a lot of teams have the day off the Troy Trojans get the big payday as they go to Memorial Stadium in Columbia Missouri to take on the Mizzou Tigers this game will be on the SEC network set for a four o'clock eastern three o'clock Como time between Mizzou and the Troy Trojans the Troy Trojans yeah the team that went in and beat LSU, the team that went and beat Nebraska, sure, they can go in and win at Missouri, although Coach Malone, I think, has gone on to bigger – Neil Brown, rather. Coach Neil Brown's gone on to bigger and better things in Huntington – or not Huntington. I'm getting all these West Virginia references mixed up. He's gone on to bigger and better things in Morgantown, West Virginia. The Nears. I had the team right. I just had the city wrong from the Mountain State. But that's what's going on Sunbelt-wise here this six-weekend of college football and we'll go ahead and give the independents a little love here since they don't often get a lot of love here on the y'all show and as far as our independents we told you about air force and army having a game and then you got bowling green at notre dame umass at florida international liberty the flames have actually have won a couple times this year they've got their first of two games against new mexico state here this year sure enough the liberty flames and hugh freeze will be out at aggie memorial stadium to take on new mexico state here this weekend and then i think it's the last regular season game of the year for liberty they play new mexico state 
there in Virginia. So how many times do you see a team playing each other twice in college football? But that's what's happening when you're a college football independent and you're having a hard time getting scheduled with anybody out there. Now, quickly, as we wrap up our college sports land, yap, getting you ready for the weekend, let's show you a little of the fun going on in the FCS ranks here this football weekend. And in Texas, Southland battle between the Lamar Cardinals and Abilene Christian this game at Beaumont is going to be a Saturday night special. Houston Baptist and Incarnate Word have a battle at Husky Stadium in Houston. This is another Saturday night battle. From the OVC, SEMO and Tennessee Tech have a game in Cape Girardeau. Tennessee State and Jacksonville State meet in Jacksonville, Alabama at Burgess Snowfield, a ESPN Plus game set for Saturday evening. From the SWAC, Grambling and Jackson State meet at Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium in Jackson, Mississippi. Game televised on ESPN3. SC State and Delaware State out of the MEAC have a game in Dover, Delaware here on this football Saturday. Interesting game from the CAA ranks. Stony Brook and James Madison get together at Stony Brook in New York. Savannah State and Charleston Southern have a battle. The battle of teams from the Savannah and Charleston areas, the Buccaneers and the Tigers of Savannah State at Buccaneer Field in North Charleston. Also in the Southland ranks, the Lions of Southeastern Louisiana, who are 3-1 and one right now, they face off against Coach O's son. His son, Orgeron, is the quarterback of the McNeese Cowboys this game at Cowboys Stadium in Lake Charles here this football Saturday. Hey, the Battle of the Piney Woods. General Gradar and I actually picked this one earlier in the Y'all Kickoff Show. But the Bearcats of Sandham Houston State and Stephen F. Austin get together at Houston's NRG Stadium. This is a game on ESPN Plus starting at 3 o'clock houston time from the southern conference chattanooga and mercer have a battle at five star stadium in macon also from the southern conference you've got the military classic of the south a battle of the silver shako between the citadel bulldogs and the vmi cadets and that is going on in johnson hagen stadium in charleston south carolina here on this football saturday also in the socon walford and etsu have a battle at johnson city stadium the william b green jr stadium there in johnson city tennessee Furman and Samford. Samford right now three and two. Overall, Furman is three and two. Also, their only two losses coming in heartbreakers to Georgia State and Virginia Tech. This game set for Cybert Stadium in Birmingham between the Paladins and the Samford Bulldogs. And finally, another OVC matchup: the UT Martin Skyhawks and the Eastern Kentucky Colonels meet in Richmond, Kentucky at Roy Kidd Stadium, a game set for a 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central time kick on ESPN3. And that's just some of your FCS fun here on this sixth weekend of college football. Well, I'm John Rawl. We want to thank you again for tuning us in. We've had a great time once again as we get you ready for Toe Meets Leather. We'll be right back here next week with more fun as we have the seventh weekend of college football. And I already know you got the big Alabama-Texas A&M going on next weekend. And we'll break all that down and all the other conference fun. So enjoy your football Saturday. Thank you for listening to the Y'all Kickoff Show. Our website is YALL.com, and we'll be right back here again next week. From Dixie with Love is going to get us to kickoff.
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.